Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning, morning Russell. Good morning, all. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for all that you are teaching us. We thank you for a powerful reflection through the reflections that are posted through Brother Savi. We thank you, Lord, for all the teachings on the Friday sessions. We thank you for all the intercessions during our rosary sessions. And we thank you, Lord, for all the revelations that you pour into our hearts during our own personal Bible studies. That is a topic we will reflect on today. We thank you, Father, for your mercy, for your love that you renew for us every single day, assuring us that when we are in Christ, there is no condemnation. But you are ever willing to pick us up out of the pit, out of all the mess that we have found ourselves in. And when we are willing to release our faith, you are willing to move mountains. We thank you, Father, for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts when we come seeking you in our secret place with you when we have quietened the flesh. And the same peace and joy, Lord, which only you can give, which no one else can give. We invite our friends, our brothers, our sisters, and we share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere, Lord. Those that do not yet know you and those that do not want to know you either. We ask that there be a quickening in their spirits as well, Father. We share it with all those that we are lifting up in our, in our place of prayer at our altar, and those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord. That you might be able to minister to their needs as well. And remembering all of these, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, our father, the great I am. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Who always remembers his covenants. The one who always completes every good work that he has started in us. The one who destroyed our enemy, even though they were tall as cedars. And your word in 2 Amos verse 9 says, Though they are strong as an oak, you destroyed their fruits from above and their roots from beneath. We thank you, Father. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The word himself that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The manna sent down from heaven to feed us until we step into your kingdom through salvation. Our rock, our refuge, the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. To ride on the white horse who leads us in the day of battle. Many of us, Lord, are challenged with severe battles. We ask you to lead us in each of these as well. For you are the one who holds the key of David. That what you open, no one can shut. And what you shut, no one can open. We welcome you, Lord. And we surrender to you. And we pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth. 
the one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father, the one who changes the times and seasons. He is the spirit of truth, the spirit of light, the spirit of the living God, one who is given to us to be our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our strengthener, our standby, the one who has made his tabernacle within us, that we might become his living temple. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer and the measure of faith. And today we seek the gift of revelation, Father, for each one that is part of this family. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us. You have blessed us with every physical provision that we need and every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. When you are our shepherd, we shall lack nothing, Lord. Whatsoever, we lack nothing. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, this praying family, this house. By your precious blood, Lord, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, we bring each of these under that covenant. Let the blood speak for them. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. Everything that is not in your will be straightened. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. We command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word, Lord, as we proclaim your word. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. And it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. To speak your words and not pronounce curses on ourselves. We thank you, Lord. Today, I'd like to reflect on the topic of revelation. And it is a huge topic, but we'll try and discover a few key things in it, at least. In Psalm 119, verse 18 the psalmist says, Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Now the law is the word. And open my eyes is, let me see things which I would have read maybe a few times and it didn't quite strike me. But this time when I read it, 
open my eyes that I may understand what it is that you are trying to tell me there. So revelation is receiving of the wisdom from the Bible. That is the word of God. Along with the understanding, not just the wisdom, the understanding of how that wisdom applies in our context. We often read from the Bible, but we don't understand. And so you might claim scriptures, you might say this by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, the person is healed and yet nothing happens. That is why opening of our spiritual eyes is needed for that understanding. So that when you claim it with understanding, then your faith is truly stirred. We need to know what it means. Ephesians 1 verses 17 to 19 talks about where it says, it talks about Revelation where it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. In the knowledge of him, having the eyes of our heart enlightened, just as we saw eyes opened, that you may know what is the hope to which you have, to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his great might? And there are two things here. One is, what is revelation? And he's tried to spell it out there a little. It is the knowledge of God's ways that we may know. He said that we may know what he has called us to. And essentially, the primary thing that God called us to is to have a relationship with him. And then he has blessed us right from the onset, from the start with abundance. And this is where the topics of what is your identity in Christ? What authority do you carry? What is your positional advantage seated with him in the third heavens? Those are things that come only through revelation. And you must know it so that when you speak with that identity, authority and position and you declare and you know what you are declaring, the words that are spirit and they are life. Then with that revelation, that word must take effect. So it is the knowledge of God's ways that we may know what he has called us to, what he has kept for us in our inheritance. That is the promises, the prophecies that are contained in his word, the covenants that he has cut out for us with our forefathers in faith. And then the greatness of his power. We touched on things like he is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. He is able to make all grace abound towards us. That he is not limited. The only thing that can limit him is our faith. And our confession depends on our faith. And your faith depends on revelation. That's what we are touching on today. And the one word that sums up all of those things together, God's ways, the inheritance he has kept for us and the greatness of his power, the understanding of all of it is the truth. The word of God is called the truth. And so Jesus said, when you know the truth, then that truth shall set you free. He spoke of revelation there. When you know, you understand and you apply. 
then you can no longer remain under. You will be over now. You will now reach to abundance and dominion. You will not be the head tail anymore. You will become the head. When you understand yet you truly always were the head. It's just that you didn't know. And all of this is available in the word of God. But to dig it out, you need the spirit of revelation and the spirit of wisdom. In last night's teachings also, we touched on the wells, your covenanted blessings that could be shut and you need to dig them up again. Likewise, here you need to dig up revelation. Otherwise, you'd be ever learning, but never coming to the fullness of understanding. As it is said in 2 Timothy 3 verse 7. Because without revelation, it doesn't make sense. So wisdom and revelation are spirits. That's what this verse speaks about here again. To us in Ephesians 1, 17 to 19. That the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. That spirit of revelation, spirit of wisdom is who helps you understand. That's how there are certain times where there are some things that you just know. How you know, even you can't point point, but it is the sudden revelation that has dropped into your lap. That is by the spirit of revelation. We can receive these spirits through impartation or anointing as a gift. We can pray for that spirit of revelation. They are gifts of the Holy Spirit. So we should, we should ask to receive them. And then comes the important part of applying what we receive in revelation. And for that, you must first know that any realm that you will step into, even if it's speaking a word, to speak into the manifestation of that word, you must any anointing and any blessing as well, even the power of God for that matter. You must understand that they are stored in multiple levels or realms and each level or realm is unlocked only when you receive the revelation and understanding that will allow you to operate within that realm. It is like a video game where the difficulty levels keep on increasing. And you can only go to the next level when you have achieved the skills that are required for the previous level or the skills that will prep you for that next level. That will are something that will unlock that next level. Only when you reach or have that which will unlock that level, only then can you enter it. So it is with revelation. And so we might say revelation is permission. For you to enter into that realm. The realm that is governed by this revelation. Or this revelation commands authority over that realm. And unless you have that understanding of what it is. And what it takes there. How to apply it. You cannot walk in it. Note the word permission. So if we are contending for power in our spoken word, we have to push for revelation. 
in order to carry the power that goes with that word to make a difference. Otherwise, it will just be mere words with no power. What you do not know or understand, you can't possess. You do not have permission for that. And what you receive in Revelation, that is the word that becomes real to you. The word that becomes flesh and dwells within you. Now when it is that real, almost to the point that you can touch it, then you can confess it in faith. And that is why it is said, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. The hearing by is what your revelation is about. You don't just hear the word, but you understand it. You understand how to apply it. What context can you use it? So what, what is revealed to you is what you confess. What you confess in faith, only that will you possess. Your faith cannot be stretched beyond the boundaries of your revelation. You need to understand this very well. If it goes beyond those boundaries of what you understand, then you are claiming it without understanding, which means it is no longer faith, it is superstition. So we must contend for wisdom and not remain ignorant of God's ways, of God's principles, of his systems that he has given us for our inheritance through the word. That's the whole purpose in Jesus speaking to us about the kingdom, giving us parables to teach us about God's ways. His ways are high above our ways, yes. But he says, I will make them known to you if you are willing and wanting to receive them. That's the whole purpose in the word of God. If we do not contend for revelation, then we might remain ignorant, marginalized, or disadvantaged. And that is what Hosea 4 verse 6 talks about. Where God says, my people suffer due to a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding. In short, the message for us today is read the word and press for understanding what you read. Only then can you claim what it says. And remember the permission to step into that manifestation only comes from revelation. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that gift of revelation, the spirit of revelation to touch each of these lives, Lord, the gift that you give a Holy Spirit. Because yours to give we ask for it, that we might know your ways. That as we seek your face and we seek to understand how you operate, Lord, and you reveal more of, a, more of your kingdom to us, then we are able to align with understanding, not out of fear, but out of love with understanding. Then we are able to come to you in reverence, Lord. In our ignorance, there is nothing we will understand of what you are trying to do. 
So how do we exercise our faith then, Father? So I ask for that stirring of the measure of faith and the gift of revelation in each of these lives, Lord, so that when we connect with your word, we commit to connection with it consistently every day. As your word in Joshua 1 verse 8 says, to meditate on it and then to observe, to do according to all that is written in it with understanding. Then your true purpose, Lord, as you said in John 10, 10, will be fulfilled. Then we shall make our way prosperous and then we shall have life in abundance in the spirit and in the physical. I ask for these gifts to be stirred in each of these lives today, Lord. I ask for that renewal. I ask for that upliftment, that enrichment, Father, in the name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual upliftment, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. For all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. We pray a lot also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. Those that are battling all kinds of addictions, all kinds of compulsive behaviors. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken by the blood of Jesus that we apply to their lives. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well, Lord. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kunda <laughs> <laughs> 
Scripture that was placed on my heart this morning is from Isaiah 11, verses 1 to 3. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The first one is from 1 Corinthians 2, verses 7 to 16. This is quoted from the New Living Translation, where it is written. No, the wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God. His plan that was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. But the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. That is what the scriptures mean when they say, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God revealed these 
things by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit. So we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. It's a very powerful scripture worth reflecting on and understanding what is trying to say there. And our second scripture posted in the chat is Ephesians 3 verse 20, quoted from the NIV, where it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's daily powerful reflections, our daily divine mercy, sorry, daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, the powerful intercession sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share this prayer group with others. Share that benefit that you are receiving. Share links for Zoom and YouTube with them as well. Invite them to come join us during live sessions. All of these sessions are on live on Zoom and on YouTube. And the recordings are posted on YouTube, on our Facebook page, as well as on our Spotify podcast. Under the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, God Russell. Bless. God bless everyone. And everyone. God bless everyone.